This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, April 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. VAs could come soon. Ag climate bill dropping today. And ag groups, firms, eye climate improvements. Ross optimistic voluntary agreements are close. Parties are very, very close to reaching agreements over Delta water flows. That according to CDFA Secretary Karen Ross. Speaking at an event yesterday with California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson, Ross said government agencies of varying levels met with tributary authorities, water contractors, and other parties for two full days of discussion last week. Ross said, I'm very optimistic on how close we are on voluntary agreements. How the parties work together will indicate how well they will collaborate later to reduce any potential negative impacts to the valley resulting from the compromise, she explained. New climate bill being unveiled. This afternoon, Senate Agriculture Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow, the Michigan Democrat and GOP Senator Mike Braun of Indiana, will release a new version of their Growing Climate Solutions Act, a bill intended to speed the development of ag carbon markets. The measure would put USDA in charge of certifying credit verification services and technical advisors. Changes that have been made to the bill originally introduced last June would provide funding for the USDA program, detail the program's intent, add some protections for farmers, and revise the membership of an advisory committee. Now take note, Stabenow and Braun worked closely with the committee's top Republican, John Bozeman of Arkansas, to bring on more GOP co-sponsors. Bayer expands carbon program. Bayer is expanding its carbon payment program to more farmers, including early adopters who have been using carbon sequestration practices for many years. Farmers who adopted reduced tillage practices or cover crops on their land starting in 2012 will be eligible for payments under Bayer's carbon program starting this year, the company announced yesterday. Bayer also is expanding its program to include more regions, adding nine states to those where farmers were eligible last year. The new states are Wisconsin, South Dakota, Nebraska, Arkansas, Mississippi, Louisiana, Maryland, and Delaware. Meanwhile, Cargill, the National Fish and Wildlife Foundation, and food service giant Cisco have announced a partnership to speed the implementation of sustainable grazing practices over the next five years on a million acres of southern Great Plains, a region responsible for 30% of U.S. beef production. NFWF grants awarded through the Southern Plains Project will scale up implementation of sustainable grazing practices such as rotational grazing and control of invasive vegetation. The money will go to nonprofit conservation groups, government agencies, and rancher-led collaboratives that offer the best option for improving grasslands at the landscape scale. Rural Electric Co-ops I Debt Relief Leaders of rural electric cooperatives around the nation are meeting virtually with lawmakers and their staffs this week, and top priorities include getting Congress to allow co-ops to refinance their USDA loans without prepayment penalties. Jim Matheson, CEO of the National Rural Electric Cooperative Association, says co-ops could save $10 billion in interest if they could affordably refinance their loans at today's lower rates. He says prepayment penalties are an outdated banking practice. 
co-ops currently hold about $44 billion in loans. By the way, NRECA is joining some other rural broadband providers and raising concerns about how well the Federal Communications Commission is evaluating applications for broadband funding. Those groups specifically question whether SpaceX can carry out its plans for satellite-based service. The House Agriculture Committee is holding a hearing on rural broadband needs today, and an electric co-op leader is among the witnesses. You can read our report last month about the SpaceX plan at Agripulse.com. Here's today's He Said It. It's real money that would go to lower the cost of capital in those communities. It's a big deal. That Jim Matheson, CEO of the National Rural Electric Cooperative Association, of the $10 billion that co-ops could save if they could refinance their USDA loans without prepayment penalties. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, April 20th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.